So on last week's show, I accidentally streamed to LinkedIn. Yeah, that's right. I did a live stream of the Pete the Planner show, the recording of our syndicated radio show, to my LinkedIn profile uh, accidentally. And uh, we're going to do that now permanently as we move away from Twitter, or shall I say X. So now X is our X. And by our, I mean Damien, Don, and oh. Kristen Eleni- <laughs> Elenius. Kristen, I hit the wrong camera. <laughs> I hit the wrong camera button. And that was a close-up of you looking very upset at me. Oh, I hate that close-up. It's so bad. Why? It looks great. No, it doesn't. Please put it back. You need to have lower standards like Dame and I do for our team. <laughs> Hi, Andy. Good to see you. Uh, I On my LinkedIn profile, uh, I have the now hiring ribbon or mm-hmm. I don't is, it, is that what it is now hiring? It's not so. looking for work. Not yet. L- looking for workers. Is that what it is? I think it's now I think it's, I think it's hiring. hiring or hiring. I'm hiring. I don't know what it is. I since I am in the I, we are hiring at several positions right now. Dame, you've been interviewing people. I've been interviewing yep. people. Um, I'm on LinkedIn so much. So the fact that we're streaming to it only feels appropriate. Uh, the LinkedIn community, um, a lot of hashtags on there. Uh, just so you know, I want to introduce you to some of the best listeners that a personal finance show can have. And these are the form, the form of Andy, Danza, Big Rick Swink. These are some of our regular listeners. You will get to know them over time. Um, Kristen, I probably shouldn't be critical of LinkedIn as we are now new to the LinkedIn, the Australian community. Um, I have to say, uh, in the last couple of years, there's been a trend of people wishing each other happy birthday on LinkedIn, and I hate it very much. <laughs> yeah, that's not really. Uh, people barely even do that on Facebook anymore, I feel like. I know. the ob- We've talked about this on the show years ago. The obligation to respond to Facebook birthday well wishes is one I'm just not willing to deal with anymore. Um, Isn't your birthday the day you're most likely to get unfriended on Facebook? Is that true? I think that's true. Because like it pops up like these are people's birthdays and you're like, oh, I'm still friends with them. Unfriend. Yeah. And not to get super weird here, but that is the nature of the show. Um, (laughs) Other than when you've dealt with some health adversity, you really didn't do anything to warrant birthday greeting. They, they, you just, they just kept breathing. Like, if you're going to congratulate anyone on the anniversary of your birth, shouldn't it be the people that brought you into the world? I guess. I, I mean, that's... You didn't I, do I, anything. You just laid there and screamed. And, you, and you're like, oh, I'm cold now. And then, like, that's the <laughs> celebration. <laughs> that's it. It's the celebration of being um, cold. No. Yeah. A big deal to me. So okay. I do you want to talk about this? Because I to me, no. I don't get it. Are you a birthday month person or birthday week person? Miss May. That's me. <sighs> what like are you like this? <laughs> this is starting to cross over careful. into an, an employment question. So I gotta be careful here. Are you the sort of person that like wants to take the day off for their birthday? No. Okay. No, because how can you get attention if on your birthday if you're not at work? Dame, Hello? I, Dame I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a bit of a story here that you know. I think I'm pretty sure you do. Gosh, I don't know if I should do this. Um, we stream on LinkedIn now. So, oh, that's true. I gotta be more. Pre- Hello. Under <laughs> the pressure. Um, Elijah, my man, look at this. Elijah on LinkedIn. See, this is what happens on LinkedIn. Elijah and I played high school football together. It's a nice little running back situation there. Elijah, this is why we're streaming on LinkedIn. So we reconnect with amazing Pike Red Devils like you. Looks like he could be a TV personality. No, he's, a, he's got a good smile. It, it, here's the problem. I'm complimenting people's smiles on LinkedIn. This isn't good. Yeah. <laughs> like, can what you were imagine you me, me dipping into someone's DMs on LinkedIn? Um, I like your smile. <laughs> it seems like a bad idea. Anyway, here's the story. Dame, oh, <laughs> several, 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 several years ago. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, Brian Pinkins, good to be with you. Uh, all uh, right. Ha- uh, hashtag hiring, by the way, in your picture. On LinkedIn. Uh, oh, is hashtag that what it says? Hiring. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, great. Um, big Rick Swink does not want hit. He's not a big birthday guy. That feels on brand. I know we don't know Rick, but that feels on brand. 
I'll tell you this about Rick Swink, and I don't know Rick Swink other than from this show, and, and, and pardon me, big Rick Swink. I want to sit down in a bar on a high-top stool next to Rick Swink and drink a very large domestic beer with him. That's what I want to do. That's what feels like it's an important thing to do. Mm-hmm. Well, he knows he can find you on LinkedIn, so we can arrange that. <laughs> going to DM you on LinkedIn. Okay. What are we doing on the show today? Oh, jobs report. I actually did a TV interview about it this morning, so I have something to say. I probably have little to say, but I'm happy to listen. I think it's interesting. Um, Kristen, what do you want to talk about today? I would like to do a segment called Yay or Nay. I'm in. Tell me no more. Okay. Right on. Dame? Uh, what she said uh, the, but there's uh, a the the I know but she she had she was the keeper of all the time uh, so the one segment idea I came up with is what's the first sign that your financial stability is starting to slip Ooh, I like that I uh, here's the thing I don't know that if it's one answer for everybody um okay yeah I'm, I'm into that big Rick okay. swing says he'll hit me up the next time he's in Indiana big Rick where what state what's what state's he in do we know this no, we don't know him. Why, why would we ask him that? <laughs> I don't know, guys. What's your address, Rick? Um, guys, I've been making terrible food choices recently, and I'm just like, mm. I, I'm at this turning point again. Like, I need to to to, to figure it out. But he as I'm sitting, again. yeah. Oh, he's in he's in uh, uh, nice. VA, which is uh, Pacific Northwest. Um, <laughs> I just got a text on my watch from City Barbecue as we're sitting here doing this show. <laughs> And I'm thinking about my food choices. And I'm like, speaking of food choices, half slab of ribs. <laughs> okay. I think I'm ready to go. Oh, wait, look at this. Andy is in DC, Big Rick's in Virginia. Ooh, they could have viewing parties. I could do a a tour. We could Fly get a bus. Us. Yeah. Oh, my. Would, would, would that be fun to go around and, and meet our listener? <laughs> Pete, don't you remember like four years five years ago we talked about doing a, a tour in the summer and getting an rv and and going around to different participants and or uh, uh partners and that sounds weird but yeah we were going to do a summer tour jody's watching from nashville tennessee where are people watching from uh go ahead put your <laughs> pin on the map Kristen's watching from northern indiana as is dame i'm in mm. central indiana let's do a show no one it's turned into like Carmen San Diego all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Dame, your kids start school next week? Yes, they do. Naptown represent. Uh, mind you, too. Um, you got no, you, you don't have anyone switching school. Oh, you have one person switching schools, right? TV? Nope. No, same school. Nope. Same school. I've got two going into new schools next year or this year. Yeah. Whew, chaos. Okay. Kristen, do- doggy daycare, any situation there? No. <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, oh, let's do the show here. Unless you count Caitlin's house. They're there a lot. <laughs> oh, you guys. Um, I've got a special email, a shout out that I'm going to send between the next segment. Can you remind me, uh, somebody? Okay. I, I, I've, I've gone on too long so far <clears throat> without actually saying anything, but I've got a very special thing I want to talk about. Seriously. Uh, it was just lovely. All right. <laughs> And three, two, one. This week on the Pete the Planner Show, we answer your money questions. Here's how the show works. You email us at askpete at petetheplanner.com. That's askpete, all one word, at petetheplanner.com. Don't type all one word. It was, And we will answer your email questions by we. I don't mean the French for yes. I mean Kristen Alanius, Director of Education at Your Money Line, and Damian Andrew done citizen and vice president of advice at your money line hello everybody hello has it been a while since the three of us been together again or just a week a week i believe a week yeah look you say a week i say 168 hours it's the same thing okay guys the jobs report came out on friday august 4th and here's what i've learned about uh, uh jobs reports they're, they're pretty nuanced as to what they mean and what they can mean going forward. I've been doing news hits on jobs report days on News Nation, which is a, a cable news station. I, I don't know why they call me, but I'm on there. I was on there this morning. So, so I, I've learned a thing or two about jobs reports. And so here's where we're at. For the month of July, 
as we like to say, in uh, the, the Rust Belt. Dame, are we in the Rust Belt? I believe so. Okay. Kristen, do you believe we are in the Rust Belt? I don't know if I know what that means. Really? In July, we were supposed to add as a uh, economy in non-farm jobs, non uh, 200,000 jobs in July were supposed to be added to the economy. And if that was going to be the case, it would have been the lowest number of jobs added to the economy since December of 2020. Okay, so a very long time. Now, here's what's interesting. We missed 187,000 jobs were added. So, Kristen, I'm not trying to trick you. I just, and there's really no wrong answers here. The first thing you hear when we didn't have as many jobs come out as, as we thought, what, what does that make you think? Good, bad, otherwise? Like, what's your first thought? My first thought is that can't be good, can it? Interesting thought, right? So we're going to pause. We're going to put a pin in that. Dame, what do you think? I would be very similar to Kristen saying, not absolute horrible news, but not uh, it didn't hit our target. So it's, it's uh, unmet expectations, I guess. So I'll say this. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on the surface, but here's the nuance I've come to learn. First off, uh, there's been a lot of upward wage mobility in the last few years, which is good. That means people's income has been going up because of the how hot the economy has been. There are so many jobs floating around that you can tell your boss to go pound sand because you yourself uh, are going to go get a higher paying job. That's why McDonald's or wherever can pay 20 bucks an hour. It's like we have to attract these workers because there's so many jobs they can take. We want them to take our jobs. So this is to say on, in, on some respect, when there are fewer jobs being posted, it actually slows down wage growth. And, and of course, both of you are thinking, well, that is a bad thing. And, I, and, and I, I don't necessarily disagree, but that is also one of the main reasons we've been in this inflationary environment. All right. So, Kristen, that is a disputable idea. This, this idea that wage growth is causing inflation, someone more cynical than myself may say, isn't it corporate greed that is causing inflation? <laughs> what, what do you think? When I, when I say that wage growth causes inflation, that makes sense, right? It sounds like it makes sense, but I also want to disclose this is not my area of expertise. So I feel like I could easily be persuaded to agree with you. Well, see, I think sometimes on this show, it's usually you two personal finance experts and me who really doesn't know much, but I like to think. And so we do this. So now we're just turning the tables where you have a very big brain that you can weigh in and and, uh, and, and wax poetic about these things. Dame, how does the idea that wage growth causes inflation or at least contributes to inflation, how does that sit with you? As long as no new Dollars are being created in the economy. I still see the same dollars being spent, whether it's from uh, the, the the corporate side of the table, whether it's from the individual side of the table. They just are getting redirected into different places. So I don't, I don't know that wage growth could specifically be pointed at and saying it's stoking uh, inflation. I could see it being a scapegoat, pretty easy. But as long as the same dollars are being spent, I'm not sure that I wholly buy into that. Uh, uh, that statement. Let's have a very, very real world example as it relates to our organization, okay? Of which uh, we are a, a company, a growing company with dozens of employees. So at one point in time, within the last couple of years, we were going to hire a specific position that based on the number of jobs out there, which were numerous for this type of role, we had to pay top dollar to mm -hmm. win top talent in that position. Mm -hmm. Are we tracking? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And also because we had to pay top dollar, we had to, in some respects, look at price increases to be able to afford to pay out those wages. I, mm -hmm. I mean, again, I'm way oversimplifying this. I hope everyone understands this. So that is a form of price inflation, right? It is a, uh, a form of inflation. Now, because the market for that particular role has completely shifted, Dame, that you know, mm -hmm. um, we don't have to do that. In fact, we could potentially pay significantly less mm -hmm. than when we pay top dollar. So that is an example of how 
uh, fewer jobs added, fewer jobs out there actually ends up curbing inflation. Another element to this too, related to inflation is in September, the Fed is going to get together and decide if they're going to increase interest rates again. And if the economy cools off, according to some of these factors, then they're less likely to raise interest rates again. And the market reacted as such here this morning, because we record on Friday mornings, and it's going a little bit bonkers because they're saying, okay, well, maybe this is a sign that this this uh, inflation control is coming to an end. Does that track, Dan? Yeah, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm thinking about our particular example that you're referring to. Let's say we we pay less. We, we make that higher, but we end up paying less. Our specific company is not going to sit on that money. We're, we're likely going to redeploy it somewhere else, whether that means to uh, another hire or to a vendor for some other project or whatever, whatever that may be. That money is going to find its way back into the pocket of somebody else, whether it's an executive, whether it's somebody that's you know, doing the work, the labor side of it. I, I just see the, those dollars still being spent in the economy and not necessarily driving up uh, wages in in that particular area. It may come down in some areas, it may go up in others, but I think it's a net. How do you view this, Kristen? I mean, again, I know this is not your area of expertise, but you have a very big brain. So how, do you, how does it hit you? I was tracking along with what Dame was saying. It seems to me like it just gets funneled out in different ways. Because when you think about, you used McDonald's as the example. We won't use us as the example anymore. I don't feel like my meal at McDonald's is getting any cheaper, even if they're able to bring wages down. So that money is still going somewhere. Is it to the CEO? Is it to local management? I have no idea where that dollar goes. Obviously, I'm not privy to that information, but I don't feel like the goods that I'm purchasing are getting any cheaper or will get any cheaper. Yeah, the McDonald's one's actually a really good example. And it's not just because I have frequent McDonald's because I don't necessarily do it, but you can notice your favorite meal, a number one or a number three. You can sort of, you kind of see it track over time. And at one point you're like, wait a second, <laughs> I just paid $11. Like I used to pay three twenty five for that meal. And that is a very real example, Kristen. It is. Remember my Subway sub example and you guys freaked out because you couldn't believe that <laughs> no, footlongs were, weren't $5? You were out of hand there. That was on you. <laughs> no. now, all right, let's do this. Coming up after the break, we're playing the world's hottest game show mm -hmm. here on the Pizza Planner Show, and it's called Yay or Nay. Kristen, is that what it's called? Yes. And here's how the game works. Kristen is going to say something, and then Dame and I say yay or nay. I have no idea how it works beyond that, and it may not even work that way. If you come back after the break, you're going to find out how little I know about the show and how prepared I am on a regular basis. And that is refreshing to some. I'm Pete the Planner. Enjoy the ride. That was weird. Uh, Dame's Rust actually going to say yeah, your Yeah. R Rust Belt, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Missouri, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wisconsin. Por qué? I have a rust-colored belt on right now. I mean, honestly, I do, but I don't want to stand up because I'm sort of, again, a little, little doughy. LinkedIn. Um, oh, we're on LinkedIn. I don't want to... So for LinkedIn, you don't want to like show your, your midriff yeah. on LinkedIn. It seems unprofessional. Yeah. I feel like I'm more likely to get called to HR simply because we're live streaming <laughs> on on LinkedIn. I agree. I'm uncomfortable. Maybe we're going we're gonna to reverse this decision. <laughs> I called Ben in this morning and I was like, Ben, should we do this? He's like, ah, we'll give it a shot. And I'm like, uh, I think we might yeah. regret this. That's the vote of confidence <laughs> I was looking for. Oh, it's good hair, Lee. Email. Welcome to the show, Lee. Oh, Lee. Hey, um, uh, email yeah. shout email. out. The email. Oh, thank you. Uh, Lee, I am not on a Miguel this morning, but I got very little sleep and I did have a large cup of inflated coffee this morning. Mm -hmm. Okay, email shout out. So, yeah. Dame, Kristen. This weekend, I got to find it. I got to find it. I was hanging out at home and because that's where I hang out when I'm not working. And I received this email. I say on Saturday, I received this email. Dear Pete and company, I know I'm not the target audience for your weekly podcast. I have taste. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I added that part. I added that part. I'm a 71-year-old retired female professional, but I do enjoy your show. I've never watched it live on Facebook. You should try LinkedIn, but I can tell you, I look forward to the podcast every week. I go to the gym three days a week, as many of us active older adults do, uh, or 
AOA, as is the designation for our senior exercise classes at the YMCA. I love that. Most of my peers at the gym chat with each other or listen to music, I assume, via their earbuds. Not me. One day a week, I listen to your show while going through my boring exercise routine. I'm sure some people wonder, as I'm often laughing out loud, just wanted to say thanks for that. After nearly every show, I'm tempted to write and comment on some of the things you've discussed, but then I forget about it by the time I get home. Yeah. I'm fortunate to have planned well for my retirement in spite of three, we'll call them relationship transitions. Mm. Mm. Uh, and am now reaping the benefits of that in my golden years. I have two grown sons in your generation, and they are both doing well, and I know planning well for the future years. I keep meaning to tell them to subscribe to your podcast, but I forget by the time I get home from the gym. Maybe I will do that now, as I think, in addition to your entertainment value, your show is educational, provide lots of foods for food for thought. Anyway, that's all I have. Thanks and congrats on your 500 podcasts. Barbara. So Barbara, as you're working out here right now, listening to the show, May I say, uh, thank you for sending that email. I, I I don't even view it as praise or anything. I just view it as like connecting with people. And mm-hmm. it really was sweet mm-hmm. and uh, meaningful to me. So thank you, Barbara, for sending that. I hope you have a good workout today. And um, I'm glad that you have really bad tastes in podcasts. Was <laughs> uh, that fun? Yes. Yeah, I love that. I think that collectively we should tell people that we appreciate them more. So I thought that was nice. I agree. So to both of you, Kristen, I really appreciate you. <laughs> it's not what I was going. Oh, for. sorry. James, you too. <laughs> Top 1%. Big Rick Swink knows. Even in Virginia, they can do the math. <laughs> West Virginia, I'm not sure. But what? Should we not do that? Oh, we're on LinkedIn now. This is going to... I don't want to do this anymore. Well, what, what was Ben thinking? I don't know. I'd say we blame Ben. Good call. And, a, and if you're watching this, Taylor Swift. you know what? Let's do this. Let's get him on the show right now. I don't know what he's doing, but we are going to call Ben onto the show. He's always one of the best show. Uh, I'm on the air. <laughs> Next segment. Or, right uh, it, 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 not right now? Okay. Uh, I just sent him a link. Let's see if he's on. He's going to come <laughs> on the air. He's going to be sitting in one of the chairs upstairs. I don't know what he's doing. This could with go. With his AirPods in. I just put come on the air right now. It seemed like a, I'm his boss that seemed a bit aggressive. Right now. Right now. Wonder if he can come on. Dame, can you check his schedule to see if he's doing something right now? Yep. Please hold. Uh, how much of a calendar snoop are you, Kristen? Um, only I try to be really mindful when I'm asking someone to look at their calendar. So I would say yes, um, because I appreciate it when other people do that. Is he available, Ben? Or uh, bad news, he is clearly ignoring you right now because he has nothing on his calendar for the <laughs> oh, next few minutes. Come on. <laughs> well, well, we'll keep an eye on him. And if he comes on during the segment, he's going to have to wait. Uh, I have been told that he says I'm backstage. Oh, wait, where is he? Stop. Oh, wait, he's here. Where is he? Oh, there he is. <laughs> hey, Ben. Excellent. <laughs> On behalf of marketing, HR, and all operators of this business, I appreciate the additional uh, accountability that LinkedIn brings to you. So everybody, this is uh, Ben Battaglia. Um, He is what some would call the the Dolly Parton of Indiana. And I say that in, in of all the loving ways. Uh, ben has a uh, a reading program that 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 he was part of creating here in Indiana. It's part of that Dolly Parton book club project. We're very proud of him, and so he he gets hands in the books of people all across Indiana. It's actually funded by the state government. Uh, ben, did I describe that halfway uh, in a good sure. way? Sure. Yeah, that was great. Working with Dolly Parton to get more books in the hands of kids. It's a great thing. So Ben Ben is very smart. Uh, he's our vice president of marketing, and Ben, um, you and I this morning. Uh, we're like, Hey, you, you want to do LinkedIn? And you were like, well, you, you did it last week. And I was like, yeah, I know it was an accident, Ben. I'm sort of rethinking this. Cause I don't, I feel like I'm constantly stepping in holes here that like professionally could affect my career. I, I appreciate I feel like there's some additional heat on you right now. And I think that's good. You're feeling the heat, a new audience, you know, maybe some people in the professional world are trying to decide like, 
do I like this Pete the Planner guy? And I think you're just feeling the heat of additional pressure. Kristen, uh, yesterday, Ben posted up here in the studio and was uh, a host on a really big sort of uh, live stream of sort. Hundreds and hundreds of people were on it, unlike this one. And Dame, he <laughs> jumped on Amazon to buy in-ear monitors so that he would look mm -hmm. more professional. But apparently, as the Taylor Swift fan that he is, they were like bedazzled and shiny. So he looked like he was playing the guitar. Like he he had all these bedazzled ear monitors that he's returning after he's filled them with his own earwax. So what what say my broadcasting partners? You got to own it now at this yeah. point. I mean, you you got to keep them. And they're yours. Just, it's part of you. Kristen, I would have thought as a Swifty, you would have had more support for me, honestly. <laughs> well, I did tell Dame that we had to talk about Taylor Swift in the news today. So but there's should. at least that coming. Are oh, you, wait, were I don't you want joking? to talk about Taylor Swift. Were you joking, Ben? Or are you really going to, are you really interested? No, in I'm serious. Time? I think as an investment vehicle, Taylor Swift tickets, <laughs> tell me a stock that's going to outperform <laughs> a purchase. Dude, we don't give investment you're, advice you're on this You're ruining this. I what are you advice? doing? <sighs> Oh, wait, that's Dame. You're going to give investment advice on this show? No, I was going to flip it around. I was just, I was going to say, you know, somebody has proposed to me that there's no better investment than Taylor Swift tickets for next summer's show. Pete, I already know where you stand on this. I was going to make Kristen <laughs> tell me why that's a bad idea. Oh, that's awful. Don't right. make me do that. I'm so, well, let's Pete. just do this now. Forget the show. This is for LinkedIn now. <laughs> um, so what's a better investment so that the show, Taylor Swift's come in November like, 3rd, 4th, and 5th or something like that to First, second, in, third. In Indianapolis, whatever, no one cares <laughs> literally cares. everyone cares um, <laughs> if you bought the tickets now, Kristen, what would it cost for a ticket? well, you retail? don't know yet you but won't know until the queue opens. I the average the average original ticket I think I saw online was like 239 or something like that. Okay, we'll go with that. So you buy you spend $239 plus $10,000 per ticket and Ticketmaster fees. And then one one year or I will call what uh 15 months from now, what is higher percentage increase? Taylor Swift tickets, Bitcoin, S&P 500. So we're gonna go around right now. Dame, did I just ruin your segment? No, no, I just I, I hate answering this question because I know what the answer is and I don't want to admit it. <laughs> okay. Do we need to get Doug on the air? Because like <laughs> all right. To the I'm moon. Gonna, I'm gonna start. We're age before beauty. Um, so I'll go first. Cause I, oh, Dame's the oldest, actually. So Dame, yeah. um, you what do you think? It's Taylor. Okay, Taylor Swift. What what, do you, yeah. what percentage increase are you thinking? Uh, it two thirty nine was the 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 price we're going with. Yeah, I double it. Okay, so one hundred percent increase. Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm the next oldest. Oh my gosh, what has happened to me? I'm going Bitcoin. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, wait, no. You would be wrong. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I just don't want to say Taylor Swift. Ben, what do you think? Taylor Swift, 6X return. 6X? My called shot. I How think I it's going to be somewhere between, somewhere between $1,000 and $2,000 at the at the end of this. Is the well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's part, part of the problem. You've got people in there just buying tickets to resell them. At this, They're right. not fans. They're just driving the price up, right? But there are also that many people that want to see her, like – that we make saw. bad financial decisions. Yes. Well, Kristen, I mean, yeah, you're the target market for Taylor Swift. I've been, I am. been there and he has to like have a protection order. But uh, Kristen, <laughs> what do you think is the answer to this? I think it's Taylor Swift. And I think you could turn around and sell a T Swift ticket for three times face value. Six X is aggressive. Uh, ben, I want you to keep that energy when we start to put together the 2024 plan. <laughs> <laughs> Double it. Pass it on. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right. Next well, ben, I don't know if this is how you wanted to make your show debut, but this an emergency casting is great. Um, we're going to kick you out now. Okay, thank you for having me. I'm honored to be here. Uh, Feels like a momentous occasion in my career. And I, I mean this. Good luck with the rest of your life. Okay, so we kicked him <laughs> off the show. What? It's gone. I just hung up on him. Um, he's fine. He okay, let's do the show. Oh, I have something after this. Okay. Uh-oh. Same. Do you? 
yeah, I got to get on a plane. <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> South Carolina. For what? The weekend. <laughs> I don't... Not the show of the weekend. Not, You're going to go the see the weekend in concert in South Carolina? <laughs> just I'm just going mm. to South Carolina for... For fun? Fun. Yeah. Should it's going to rain the whole time, but yes. No, I it's can... not. The forecast has cleared. As long as okay. we can fly in tonight, knock on wood, say a little prayer, whatever, um, the forecast is clear. Uh, Danza asks, are there in, in, any non-dynamic people working at YML? <laughs> Just Dame. Just me. I'm the one. No, I mean, here's the thing about our workplace. There's a lot of freaking awesome people here. <laughs> like, really. Like, I start my day usually. I see Jeej. Uh, we were hanging out this morning. Like, it's just, mm -hmm. like, filled with just... Yeah, I love it. It's great. Okay, we got to do show three, two... One back on the Pete the Planner show, Dame. There's a game that has been uh, brought up as it would be a thing to do and to play and to have fun here on this radio show, and it is called Yay or Nay. I don't know the rules of the game. I don't know the format of the game. I just know of the game. Should I pass to you or should I pass to Krista? Kristen, I'll let you decide. You were the one who said you right. deleted. I'll take it. All right. Hey, let's rules. do let's do nine minutes of you guys arguing, and then right. in the third segment, we'll do the show. Sure. Uh, aggressive. Yeah. Go. <laughs> All right. Uh, rules are very very simple. Okay. I am going to name something in the financial sphere. Uh, for example, uh, buying a house right now. Okay. No context. The answers are yay or nay. There's no depends. There's no maybe. Depends is a diaper. We're not giving that as an answer. Okay. Yay or nay. Good idea, bad idea. Yay, nay. All right. So this is like on track, off track, but no context. Yes. No context. <laughs> and then we will debate at, debate our answers after we all give an answer. I think I like this. So wait, okay. wait, wait, hold on a second. Does this set up me to argue with Kristen? Potentially. Because she and I are going to disagree on everything here. Some of them, yeah. Some of them, maybe. Okay. So I, I am the affable moderator. I will only come in for tiebreakers. Okay. Okay. The first one is buying a house right now. Yay or nay? Kristen, what say you? Nay. Yay. Pete? Nay. Oh, here we go. This is setting up just how we wanted. <laughs> Kristen, are you telling me yeah. at, at what we're going to call peak interest rates, now is a good... Girl, you're telling me at peak interest rates, now is a good time to buy a house. Well, hold on. Can Dane give his tiebreaker before? Because I don't want him to decide with me once I give a good reason why. No, I want him. I, we have to argue to the judge and he yeah. has to make a ruling. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, no, I, I like that. That's a good, a good adjustment. If you're someone who's in a position to buy a house that you can objectively afford, that fits your lifestyle, that you plan to be in, you're not making just like this crazy off the cuff decision. I don't think that there's, I don't think it's a bad time to buy a house. I think if you're financially prepared and this makes sense for you and your situation, you have stability. I don't think that there's a, I don't think it's a bad time to buy a house. Okay. But what, but, but in asking the, the, question in a flat way like dame did yay or nay buy a house right now <laughs> he's saying for the masses he's saying for people in your answer of well if it works for you it works for you that answer holds true for literally any question that exists in all of human history well, should you do this or you do this it's like well if you should you should so with that reasoning if we're giving inter, uh, advice to the masses i i go with relative to the last five years this is a horrible time to buy a home. And I say that sitting on my 2.5% mortgage. What say ye, Judge? While I agree with Kristen's rationale, I have to say it's nay. We've got a number of things that are coming through. <laughs> student loan payments. I, there's all sorts of shocks that are coming through the system. Oh and if we're gosh. going in general, the answer is nay. I'm sorry, Kristen. There are two people in my life that when they say you're right, like my light, my heart pitter patters. One is Mrs. Planner. <laughs> Mrs. Planner. Mrs. Planner. And I, she said it to me, I believe in 2012. And mm. she said it to me once mm. and I'll never forget. And then one brother from another mother, Damien Andrew Dunn, when he says you're right, it, it tickles me in a great way. Mm. All mm. right, moving on. Okay. <laughs> Wait, we're on LinkedIn. You can't Yeah, we're on LinkedIn. Ah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, next up, using target date funds. Yay 
or nay. Kristen, again, you get to no. Okay, Pete, lead off. Yeah, Kristen. Nay. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, is this your okay? So Lisa, one of our coworkers, uh, posted something this week that she loves target date funds, but that same blanket love can also get messed up because sometimes the fees and the the glide Mm paths and everything get messed up. So so what she's saying is. Yes, she is saying yay, sometimes nay. Kristen, you just said blanket nay. Talk to me. For the same reasons that Lisa stated, really, except that those reasons push me to nay over yay. I think that for a lot of people, they're overly conservative. I don't necessarily love, like you said, the glide path, fees, etc. I would say nay. Here's why I say yay. <laughs> Isn't that how we're supposed to say it? Isn't that how the segment no. works? I, there are no extra points for flamboyance of answer. Yay. I think it's a yay. And here's why. For the masses, when people don't know what to do, they do dumb stuff. And so if the default choice is a target date fund, which happens to be a little bit more conservative than uh, you know an, a manually selected portfolio... At least it's better than the alternative of a terrible allocation where your risk tolerance is way off and it's aggressive. I think it is a good foolproof way to grow wealth. And so I say, yay. <laughs> All right. Here Judge. we go. I side with Pete. Oh, uh, we're, we're, we're two for two. Best now, day of my life. I, I will say that doesn't mean you can't misuse target date funds. Heaven knows we've seen uh, in maybe other lines of work some. Um, incorrect uses or inefficient uses of target date funds. However, for the reasons that Pete stated, I still am okay with target date funds, especially for default investments. Kristen, your your yeah. thing here, are you trying to become uh, an investment advisor? No. Because this has got big investment advisor energy. No. We're like, you know what? Ooh. I respect That's harsh. Sometimes true. I mean, most people who don't like target date funds are people who like to pick investments. Well, and I think in a perfect world, people would be more involved, though. And so so one of my really good friends in college used to say better than bad ain't good. And so we're saying that target better than bad ain't good. Give give me a second. Okay. Like, okay, Ben. Okay. 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 Fine. So I, just because it's better than doing nothing doesn't mean that it's the great, a great choice for people. And that's why I would say nay is because in a perfect world, you're pushing people. That's our justification. You're pushing people to do that extra homework, to do that extra work, to make good decisions. I don't love the idea of like, well, just put people in a target date fund because we don't want them or don't expect them to make or to do that research. I don't think that's a good option. Just maybe better than bad. Yeah, but we live in reality in the sense that we are not in a perfect world. I know we're on the radio right now, and this is an audio format, but we are also live streaming. I want you to look atop my head right now, Kristen. What do you see? (laughs) Nothing. Exactly. We are not in a perfect world. We are in a horrible, (laughs) horrible reality, a hellscape, if you will. So I have to give my guidance based on reality, not this vacuum that seems so lovely and hairy. Okay. Dame? Our potential. This is a great game. Our potential last option for this segment. Well, wow, we can go. If you have more, I got more I, show left. I can blow out a segment. I, I've only got two unless we brainstorm on a couple more uh, in the break. But all right, I'll say this. Facebook Live people, LinkedIn Live in the chat right now, <laughs> put other uh, uh, yay or nay questions and maybe we'll have a, a second. <laughs> go, Dan. All right. Variable rate student loan. Okay, you know what? Here's what we're doing. We're not going to answer that till after the break. Okay. Because that way we have at least two going okay. in. Okay. All right. Okay. So, okay. so we will go variable rate student loan. Okay. Do you want me to tease? Do you want me to uh, disclose the other one too? Yeah. 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 Go ahead. CDs. Compact discs? Yes. Yes. Laser discs. Yay. Compact discs. Hmm. Nay. No, we will get there. Absolutely. This is, this is fun. This is a fun game. Uh, Dame, in your household, do you guys do the chalkboard with what I want to be when I grow up? My favorite food is tacos sort of sign on the first day of school. No, no, we don't either. When did those start? I probably whenever Pinterest started. That's a great answer. (laughs) Kristen, last thing you bought on Etsy. 
Oh my, I don't even know. Damn, I think the last thing I bought us on Etsy were those mechanic shirts for your money line a few years ago. That's where those came from. Yeah, I'm a little embarrassed to say I bought mechanic shirts on Etsy. And with that, we head to the break. Coming up after the break, more of everyone's favorite game show. Yay or nay? I'm Pete the Plan A. It rhymed. So I said Pete the Plan A. You know what I mean? I've uh, I've cut the sleeves off mine, and I just uh, wear it on Halloween with a cigarette in my mouth and a do-rag. Wow. Mm-hmm. Jeez. I... Th- I think the last thing I might have bought on Etsy was a vintage NASCAR t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you buying like, oh, those are on eBay. You guys are buying like uh, cast, die, die cast cars or whatever. I don't say, don't, <laughs> I purchase no die cast cars. <laughs> uh, Andy wants Dame and I to buy bejeweled earbuds or earpieces and wear them during the live stream. Kristen, you can too, but with your long hair, we wouldn't be able to see them. Um, you guys, what what was uh what was the metal in Black Panther vibranium that was like strong? I think so. Yeah, Come. these these earbuds that Ben had were vibranium. Really, I'm not. He didn't even have to have studio lights on. They were just like. <laughs> he put them on. He's like, "What do you think?" And I I had to like I had to bite my lip. I would, what do you I would, think? So it's like when Mrs. Penner gets a stitch fix order, she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't want, I don't want to be put in that position. They're always great. I mean, oh, did he just not think they, I mean, cause when you turn your head, if they're something other than clear, they, they're very obvious that he just Ooh. didn't care. Didn't Virginia is just producing some talent. Big Rick Swink says, uh, yay or nay to federal debt products after the reduction in rating. That's a great one. Okay. Okay, I All like right. that one too. That's a good. Okay. That's a good backup. <clears throat> okay, Th- this is a great game. Let's keep going. We got to go. Three, two, one. Back on the Pete the Planner show, playing everyone's favorite game. Yay or nay? All right, everybody. This game works this way. Damien Dunn, the affable co-host of the show, asks a question or gives a uh, uh, an idea, and then Kristen and I say yay or nay as to whether it's a good idea. Dame, where are we? Uh, first, I have to say, it wasn't nearly as exciting when you just said it very flat, yay or nay. So you may need to go back to pumping that up a little bit. Not a problem. I'm here to I'm here to entertain. Yeah, <laughs> uh, LinkedIn. So that's what they're there for. Uh, variable rate student loans. Variable rate student loans. It's Kristen's turn. It is Kristen's turn. Kristen, what say you? Nay. Pete. Nay, like a horse. Yeah, like Mr. Ed. Nay, no, no. I mean, honey. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was today. Um, not a good thing. I mean, look. Here's the thing. I also don't want to be in this like privileged place, but sometimes it's people's only option, or it's a, you find yourself in it. But I, I would, I would try to uh, explore just about everything else before getting there. Kristen, what what don't you like about uh, adjustable rate student loans. I think that we share a really similar opinion there, but I, and I can understand where it might be tempting to pursue that route because we are in a rising interest rate environment. And I, hopefully we're getting to this point where interest rates may flatten out or even begin to decrease eventually. So it's like, Oh, well choose something variable because I don't think that rates are going to increase. My argument back to that would be, choose the higher fixed interest rate in most cases, and then you know make sure that you're doing the right things when it comes to your credit score, debt to income ratio, and then just refinance for a lower rate if rates come down. I wouldn't lock myself into that variable rate um, based on a lot of variables that we can't know. So Dame, where do you fall on this? Because after, after you answer this, we are changing this question to a 5-1 arm. Oh, see, I was going to say, Pete, you already opened the door, so I was going to throw an audible in there and go either or 401k loan or variable student, variable rate student loan. We just did variable rate student loan. I know. It was going to be either or if you have uh, to pay, if you're paying for school, because oh. you said you're going you're gonna to use the arm. Oh, okay. Sorry. And oh. so I was going 401k <sighs> loan. So if you have to pick one of those two, if those are your options, because you said explore just about any other option. It seems like most people would have <laughs> access to a 401k loan. So oh. here we are. Oh, man, that, this seems unkind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am the affable I, I, host. No, I'm, I'm going variable rate student loan. 
over 401k loan. Uh, Christy? I would agree with that, but that doesn't mean I like it. Same. It totally, it's like when we have soup for dinner, you know? (laughs) I thought you were a soup guy. Uh, Not for dinner. It feels like uh, it's like an insult to the work I put in that day. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Even when I make the soup, this isn't like a... Dame, what do we say? Do you agree with this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. Let's do 5-1 arm because this could get pretty interesting. All right. 5-1 arm. I'm up first. Yes, you are. This is the hardest one for me, but given that we're giving advice to the masses, I say, nay. (laughs) (laughs) I would probably agree. Say nay. All right. I I would agree with the nay at this point. It's close, though. I mean... I don't think it's worth the risk, but I also don't think you would get burned if you did it, which is tough for me to say out loud, but I believe it. Kristen, do you think it's uh, too risky? I'm just, when it comes to this space in general, I'm so risk averse. And I feel like I'm putting that onto the advice that I would be giving to the masses. So that's why I was like kind of hesitant, but I still think that I'm nay. It's a risk that I just am not comfortable with. Dame, what's the big downside to doing it? If something unforeseen happens and we have to crank up interest rates even more uh, at this point, which I, I I haven't heard anybody even hint at at this point. I mean, maybe a, a, a couple bumps here or there, but it would take something pretty catastrophic to, I think, to to push it that way. I I think you could probably get away with it, but there's just so many variables that I unforeseen potentially that. I just would stick with a fixed and be done with it. What is what is the going rates right now? Like six and a half, seven percent? I feel like it's somewhere in there. Above seven. Last I was it? Saw, well, last I saw um on an advertisement, I won't say for who, but I saw an ad for above seven. But I don't Ooh. check every day. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, Dame just did some Googling. What's Bing say? Uh bank rate is saying thirty year fixed. Seven, almost seven and a half. Yeah. Five one arm APR 8.08. Dude, that's ridiculous. See, I go back to our earlier question buy a house right now, yay or nay? I said nay. Kristen was all for it because she likes people to pay a lot of interest. Uh, Dane, what's the final yay or nay topic? Certificates of deposit, CDs. CDs. Kristen, it's your turn. Nay. Well, this, this it's got less fun. <laughs> Nay. And, and it's simply because you can get a higher rate of return on uh, an online account. I mean, Betterment or anything, 4.5%. CDs aren't paying that much, and you lock them up, right? Even if they are paying that much, I, I don't know if it really can be justified, or even if they're paying slightly more. If you can keep your money liquid in a high yield savings account online. I don't, I think it's just much easier to do that. Listener Rick Swink begs the question. What about federal debt? Like what about buying uh, our, our debt? Because we just got downgraded. Um, <clears throat> we went from triple a to uh, like double AA a plus. plus. Yep. Would you buy our debt right now based on that? Kristen, that wouldn't be something that would keep me from, buying federal debt. I would argue that it would make me want to buy it even more because you're going to get a higher yield, aren't you, Dame? In theory, you should. Uh, Warren Buffett said there are a number of things that should keep you up at night. This is not one of them. Who? <laughs> Warren Buffett. Maybe you have them. Oh, uh, Margaritaville. Yeah, right? that guy. Yep. Yeah. All right. This is a good thing. Do you have any more that we can do? All right, can, can I come up with one? Yes, please. Can you? Okay. <laughs> 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 Pay your kid an allowance. Yay or nay. I mean, this is a great format. You just got to find things that people disagree with. We're going to start with Kristen since she has the parenting expert. Yeah, she's a parenting expert and the allowance she gives are kibbles and bits. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kristen, give your kid an allowance. Yay. Dame, give your kids an allowance. Nay. (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, Kristen, make your make your case. I say 
yay. If, as long as you're going to do it the right way, meaning there's some sort of like, it is a reward for something that they're doing because I think it teaches you a lot. I definitely, I didn't have that growing up. And I think that maybe I could have used that in hindsight. So I would say, yay. Dame. Uh, dire straight said something about money for nothing. No, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> what, uh, are, you <laughs> are you Googling money quotes online and then just no. reading them? You know, you, you don't as remember Barabbas, that song as Barabbas once said, <laughs> I, I can go that route too, too, if you want, but, uh, no, I I would much rather have them earn some cash, and I'm happy to give them tasks to to accomplish to, so they understand there's some some effort that needs to go into to earning some of this money, and then I can help them figure out what in the world to do with it and how to use it responsibly. Just, I just don't want to give it to them. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Damien, and, and my my thoughts have evolved around about this over the years of like when they're super young, maybe, but now that I've got a 14 and 11 year old, unless they're mowing the grass or doing something like, ah, you know, I'll flip them 10 bucks for mowing the grass, but I just don't want them to like cut their feet off and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good idea. (laughs) (sighs) All right, let's do this. Coming up after the break, LinkedIn is going to get a very special thing. It's called the biggest waste of money of the week. Mm. Uh, I don't think this one's as amazing as it usually is. And then we've got the news, which you've already ruined because Dame is going to do a Taylor Swift story. So uh, all that's next. If this is your first Pete the Planner stream show experience on LinkedIn, enjoy it. If you're listening on uh, one of our radio affiliates, then you're used to this debauchery. We'll see you in just a moment. I'm Pete the Planner. We just got a serious question from LinkedIn. And, you know, Dame, here's the thing about being on LinkedIn. Yeah, I know. Are we going to have to now answer serious questions on this show? That's what I'm really afraid of. Oh, no. Could you explain why going into treasury debt is a good idea after U.S. credit rating downgrade? I I can. Because, yeah, I mean, we didn't get downgraded like nine steps. It's not like you got relegated from the Premier League to the National League five steps down soccer reference let's go uh, it's so it, it's like a it's a blip it's a blip on the radar i think people and uh, the person who asked the question robert this is not an indicative of, of what i might think you might be thinking i think people that want to make it a much bigger deal than simple a, a, a slight risk downgrade it becomes political i i just think it's a risk it's a slight risk change dame do you view it differently we're absolutely not going to default anytime soon uh if if you buy debt you're going to get it paid back and you just get a slightly higher interest rate i is it a good idea to go into it i don't don't think it's any worse idea than it was before but it's all situationally dependent of course i think i've got a really bad idea do you guys want to hear it yes Weren't you supposed to? Didn't you say you wanted us to remind you of something else you were going to do, but you didn't tell us what that was in the I you last had to break? Go. I do have to go, but oh, I okay. do have I do have a bad idea. Okay, mm-hmm. go for so, it. So you know we do not talk politics on the show. It's not our thing. We don't care. Occasionally we brush up against it, but it's actually mm-hmm. we, we look at the the financial angle of it. I have something in that realm, and the only reason I want to bump up against it because it's a numbers game. It's a numbers game. And so I'm going to, I'm going to put the numbers game out there. And if you don't want to do it, just say you don't want to do it. But to me, it's a numbers game. Okay. I feel the emails coming. Is this, is this a segment or a break? This is a break. This is right now. We we are not doing this on the radio. (laughs) I know my, just on LinkedIn, (laughs) just on LinkedIn. And if if we need to punt, just tell me punt. Like, I love you guys. Okay. Okay. As it stands now. Former President Trump is charged with 78 felonies. Oh, no. How many felonies is he convicted of, of the 78? That's a numbers game. And look, here's the thing. You don't have to say why, and that's why I think we can get away with this. You don't have to say why you think you think, like because we're not doing that. I'm not looking to argue with anybody. And I actually don't even care from a numbers perspective. Of 78 how many do you think he's convicted of? And you, maybe your rationale is he shouldn't be, but he will be, or he won't be and he can be, whatever. Do you want to play this game or not? <laughs> I will if Dane goes first. I, I will I will play this game. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, can I lock in my answer? I got it. This is Planner and I had this discussion at home. I've, I just had to lock it in in my head yeah. before you influence me. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I would love... 
<laughs> love wasn't the right word. I I would like to say zero. Not for political reasons, just zero. Okay. But the DOJ has a really, really good record on stuff like this, and I, there's no way I don't see. I don't think there's any way he walks away completely on from seventy eight. I, I will say, um, fifteen. Kristen, can I go now, or do you do you want to go? You can go. My number, Dane, was fifteen. Really. But but here's why I think I'm wrong, even though it's my number, is because two of the uh, cases, I don't know, whatever, yeah. two of the different cases have 30 plus charges in them. So mm -hmm. if if they're wholly dismissed or yeah. it doesn't become a thing, then they're going to get wiped out in mass. Yeah. And so you're more likely at three or four than you are at 15, I think. Yep. Kristen? If it's prices Right rules, one. <laughs> That's how we play around here. Yeah. <laughs> one. Well, wouldn't the right answer be zero? Zero. <laughs> well, you can't say zero on the price is right, though. But I guess technically. Has anyone ever tried zero. that? They should. Why not? I, bet I, don't, I think you'd have to be an idiot to say something. I don't want awesome. that, Drew. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad that we're not talking about Bob Barker. Okay. So, uh, Kristen, you're at one. Is that what you What do you really think? Don't try to win. I. <sighs> I think it's going to be less. I think it's. I don't think. It, I don't think it's going to be that many. Like, but not. But but not zero. Not zero. Maybe. But you said a bunch of them were packaged. I didn't know that because I was going to say like seven. That would be really hard. I think. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I haven't read enough about it. And here's what we'll do: it coming back in the next couple of weeks, <laughs> when there are more. <laughs> <laughs> we will update our we will update our numbers. Okay, let's. I think we made our way out of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Welcome, uh, welcome sorry, to the show, Ashley. LinkedIn. No. Why are we doing this? I'm going to get I, in trouble from Ben. Is, is he hiding under a table at this point? Do you think? I think he's actually got a machete on the other side of the <laughs> studio door right now. Okay. Biggest waste of the money of the week. I got to get ready. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of machetes, in three, two, one. This week's biggest waste of money of the week right here on the Pete the Planner show is the Hardcore Hammer Blackout Edition. Hardcore Hammers has answered customer demand for a blackout edition of its acclaimed Hardcore Hammer. Can I get a timeout, Dame? Yes. Customer demand? Are, are, like so there someone's calling 1 800 Hardcore. Well, I probably don't call that. <laughs> Don't call that. This <laughs> is someone's calling the hammer. Good, good morning, LinkedIn. <laughs> someone's calling the hammer place and they're going, Hey, can you do a blacked out edition? Like people are asking for that. Yeah. A big construction uh, movement right now. The blackout edition features an investment cast 21 ounce head and hardcore hammers, unique head design. While the new 2.0 version adds a ferritic nitro, Kerberizing process. That's right. <laughs> that further strengthens the 4104 steel for even better durability and corrosion resistance. Dame, this is right in my wheelhouse of manliness, isn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I man. See one of those hanging from your tool belt every day of the week. A matte black 18 inch American hickory handle complements the draft finish. Pardon me. The dark. I was thinking of beer all of a sudden. The dark finished head for the best hammer you can put your hands on. Uh, Kristen, what would, what do you think it costs for a hard, you're the world's worst guesser, hardcore yeah. hammer blackout issue. What do you think this costs? Um, let's be on brand, something really specific. Let's go $76. Okay. No, Kristen, you do remember the rules of how Am you I, should guess. That got me in trouble last week. Okay. Well, you just got to wield that hammer, uh, at the right time. Dame, what do you think? $150. The Hardcore Hammer Blackout Edition with, you know, the 21-ounce head mm. is $119. $119. Price is right rules. Yay. Kristen Wentz. Dane, what's I in the news been. this week? Kristen, I feel pretty good about our uh, our attempts this week. I think they were reasonably within the ballpark. Nice job. I agree. Taylor Swift is going out in style. Kristen, style. Style. Okay. What's On the that? eve, is that a song? Isn't that one of her songs? It's one of the lyrics. Oh, whatever. It was quoted. I assume that meant something in the article. I don't know. 
On the eve of wrapping up her U.S. leg of her wildly successful Eras Tour, Swift on Monday thanked a slew of crew members who have done serious heavy lifting on the road with her, among them the tourist truck drivers, with a hefty bonus. Swift stunned the tourist trucking staff by giving each trucker a check in the amount of $100,000. Now, it wasn't actually her that did it, it was her dad, so Mr. Swift gave $100,000 to each of the truck drivers. Show Motion is one of the two transportation companies used by the tour and said, my company handles the transportation of the stage and structure, pretty much the skeleton of the, everything hangs on at the concert venue. While uh, the gentleman declined to disclose how many of his staff received six-figure bonuses, he said it was a total of nearly 50 members of the combined trucking crews. 50 members, $100,000. That's what, like, the first hour of one of her shows that she she gave away roughly wait are you being cynical is it she didn't give away enough no no no, not at all i think it was very i think it was a great uh recognition of the way they, they were gone it says i don't know if i put it in here I, the article said these folks were gone from their families for like 24 weeks for this mm-hmm. show so i think this is a, a very generous gift I, I love it. I read that story and I was like, man, that's really great. I, and it's a lovely, lovely story. But I will note that Taylor Swift has somehow entered Elon Musk territory on the show, whereas we talk about her way too much. No, we don't. Have we? Not true. It I mean, I, like it. <clears throat> I, I agree. I, there's way too much T-Swift in media these days, but I don't think we've talked about her barely at all on this show. And I'm not a hater, so she can keep you know shaking me off. But the, the, she, it is pop culture, nonstop T Swift talk, or maybe it's just the world of which I live. People are constantly talking about Taylor Swift. You need to calm down. Is that a Taylor Swift lyric? That's a song. How do you yeah. know all these things? Are you a Swifty? I have a teenage daughter, Peter. Okay, well. Ben doesn't have a teenage daughter, but he's going to be front row when she gets here next November. <laughs> he's got the appropriate in, in-ear monitors, though. Uh, Kristen, you are our show Taylor Swift aficionado. Any thoughts on the bonuses to the truck drivers? I mean, I just think it's a really cool gesture. And to Dame's point, I mean, is it a drop in the bucket for her? Yeah, but it's life changing money for her those on tour. And she also that wasn't in the news that article. She wrote handwritten letters to all of them, thanking them. So, I mean, for someone like her to take the time to do that for people who I think often don't get recognition for that work is incredible. They could then turn around and sell those letters on eBay and get another hundred thousand dollars. Also true. You know, I thought about the, you just said life-changing money and I was like, is it? And then I thought another beat and I was like, you're darn right it is. Yeah. I mean, I, I would say the three of us are pretty financially stable. You, you give us a hundred grand right now, it it would still change your life. And I'm not even being facetious. Like it would change your life. It would, mm-hmm. it would be an inflection point financially for you. So it is. Uh, and then the idea too, Christian, Christian, you said it's a gesture so true that's an amazing gesture because the gesture feels small right and representative Mm -hmm. of something and it is a massive massive thing so good on you taylor swift we're not going to talk about you again lord will lord will i don't i mean i feel bad i just don't care dave what else is in the news the rising cost of oil and refineries dialing back production during the summer heat has driven gas prices to their highest level in nine months the average price for a gallon of regular grade gas in the u.s reached $3.80 $3.80 on Wednesday, 26 cents more compared than with a month ago, according from data from AAA. It is the highest level since November, though still lower than the peak average of $5 in June of 2022. Hot weather has hurt refinery output. Pete, were you aware of that, that hot weather would hurt output of refineries? No. That, okay. I, I would argue that cold weather could, but hot weather doesn't feel like it would. Okay, so there's another point here that I'm going to drop that's going to blow your mind here in a minute. It has very little to do with the actual story. It was just included in it, but I was shocked. Uh, Last June, the prices were war-induced mania. Uh, This gentleman, particular gentleman said, now prices are a reaction to scorching summer temperatures. Refineries aren't designed to operate in temperatures above 95 degrees, so companies scale back production during heat waves as a safety and efficiency measure. Time out. Glad to know that Houston has huge refineries seems like a great place to put them if they're not supposed to operate in temperatures above 95 degrees. Kristen, it's not the refinery 
like it's not the equipment, right? It's that it actually takes a lot of manual labor and you can't put people in those conditions. Is that why? I, that uh, worker safety is part of it, but I don't know yeah. about the, the mechanical side of things. Have you said the mind blowing part yet? It's coming. Oh. Analysts expect gas prices to ease by October, but hurricane season could lead to more hikes in the short term. In South Florida, especially, where water temperatures off the Gulf Coast exceeded 100 degrees last week? Ew. Yeah, I Did saw you that. know that? That's it, wild. I didn't even know that was possible. I mean, I'm not getting it. I mean, first of all, I, I'm not taking my shirt off in public. Number two, yeah. I'm not getting in that water. That seems horrible. Who would? Are you guys coming to the Team Lake Day that we're all having here in a few weeks? Undecided. No. I'm going to wear a swim shirt. I'm not swimming. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to sit and eat potato salad. Can we get you in a wetsuit? I think that'd be great. I will totally rock a wetsuit. There you go. Unless it's dangerous temperatures for oil refining. Yeah. What else is the news? Uh, Uber did the unthinkable, made some money. Can you believe it? Finally, all it took was $31.5 billion in operating losses since 2014 to get there. But their stock still fell 5.5% after the announcement. I switched to Lyft for a while. I'm back to Uber. I don't know why I went back away from Lyft, other than for some reason, Uber's interface was just easier. So I just went that direction. Kristen, Uber or Lyft? Uber. Dame? Uber. That's all we have time show. <laughs> That's <the> show. <laughs> um, thanks for listening, everybody. You can uh, listen to the whole unedited show on our podcast. Go to PeteThePlanner.com or wherever you get your podcast. Just search the Pete the Planner show. It's the show with probably a three-star rating. Don't really care. Uh, send any good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner, and this is the Pete the Planner show. Yes, I did stop nine seconds early, and here's the reason why. Because I think the people just need a little bit more Johnny Cougar. More melon camp for the people. Here's the uh, reference, everybody. When the radio stations uh, edit or, or put these show into production, then they have like uh, lead-in music and outro music, all this sort of stuff. And it's always Johnny Cougar melon camp for whatever reason. And so uh, when, when we are long or short, it's either not enough Cougar or more Cougar. <laughs> A LinkedIn user has a note. First of all, happy birthday. Uh, we spent two <laughs> spent, <laughs> spent two months in Marco Island this summer. Can't confirm bathtub water temps. Marco wow. Island, so beautiful. Dame, when you're in uh, salt water, I got oh my gosh, I have a meeting. And when you're in salt water, how deep are you walking into the water? Are you an ankles guy, knees, shorts, or uh, neck hair? Like, where are you? I, at different points in my life, I would swim out uh, away from the shore and like I go down and look at the the, the stuff Not on the bottom of the ocean and then come back now anymore um I rarely let it get above my head so neck Kristen I grew up in a family of a bunch of people who couldn't swim so I rarely though I can swim as a result of that I rarely in like open bodies of water like that or big bodies of water like that, I would say maybe like knees. I am team cankles. Like I just don't <laughs> want to go any deeper than cankles. <laughs> um, boy, I'll tell you this weekend. Have fun. We're in South Carolina. Or do you want to say that? Or you don't want to say that? I don't really care. We're going to Myrtle beach. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know how to react. How am I supposed to react? I asked a dumb question. You gave a good answer and then I didn't know what to do. Taking your golf clubs? Absolutely not. Oh. Haley would be mad about that, but no. Uh, I'll talk more about it in the show next week, guys. I'm playing golf next Friday. What? Wow. Wait First a second. time in over five years. Is, are <laughs> we skipping the show next Friday? No, I'm playing after. Okay, because I turned down a golf invitation so I could do the show. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. Okay, everybody, stay getting money.